0: Up ahead than all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Homemade Grognard here. It's a Monday. Monday, Monday, back on Monday. Oh, boy. I hope you're going to have a good day or have a good day or have had a good day, depending on how you listen to this. And I'm doing well. Got a game tonight. Got some more Astonishing Swordsmen and Sorcerers of Hyperborea. And I was looking... Recently I re-watched Night of the Living Dead, the original, by George Romero. I have a nice Criterion Collection version of that. I also have a couple of cheap versions on the, the Mill Creek stuff I've been going through, and I actually got the Rift tracks to listen to again. And George Romero bears out what I've been saying all along. Zombies versus ghouls. The age-old fight. How you use your undead in that respect. Now, let me make it perfectly clear. I looked through a few versions of DD, starting with BX and looked through first edition. And here's the difference. Zombies do not eat the flesh of humans. Ghouls do. I can understand the confusion especially after Romero they he kind of he kind of made it popular the flesh eating zombies. Yet although they're not zombies in the first film. They ne- they said resurrected dead or something to that effect. They never say the Z word ever. There's z- not zombies, they're ghouls because ghouls are also undead, that come back with a taste for human flesh. So, zombies are mindless automatons that came back from the dead. Here's a few differences. One, the flesh-eating thing. Ghouls eat the flesh of humans, demihumans, and anything, according to, I think it was first edition, yeah. Yeah. In fact in BX they don't even mention them as they don't even mention that part. They just say they just say they have the they have the paralyzation touch, that's it. But later on, yes, they eat the flesh of humans. Zombies do not. They are there to do your bidding, if you have created them or controlled them or something like that. They are there to do the character's bidding and if that's guard a place they will guard a place if that's go clean out the outhouse they will go clean out the outhouse if it's attack those pcs over there they'll attack the pcs not that the ghouls won't but ghouls are a little more self-motivated ghouls are mindless zombies are mindless but there's a different kind of mindless going on here ghouls are mindless with a purpose because they have, I wouldn't even say they're mindless. They have a one-track mind. They are focused and focused on one thing only, to kill things and eat them. And that's what happens in Night of the Living Dead. And that's what I should, that's what happens in my game too. Zombies, on the other hand, are created by somebody like a zombie master or necromancer or some evil priest or something like that. They are not really willing undead. I mean, yes, they're mindless, but if you'd give them a choice to come back and serve this guy versus, you know, staying dead, I think they'd take the staying dead part. Unfortunately, that's not how it works. I also see zombies as more magical creatures than, than... Than ghouls because ghouls come back through some nefarious purpose. I don't know. They just, it's a curse. It's a curse like vampire. It's like curse like lycanthropy or vampirism or something like that, pretty much. Something must have happened that made them the way they are. Sabis, on the other hand, if you've got a pretty good spellcraft and you've got the right equipment and things, you can bring anybody back to life and have them serve you. How well they serve you or how long they serve you, that's up to conjecture. But this is the difference. And it just bugs the hell out of me when I see things like The Walking Dead. Those aren't zombies. They are ghouls. I don't care what they say. They are not zombies. Now, there's also some role-playing games out there that deal with zombie apocalypse things, which they call, which is actually a ghoul apocalypse thing to me. Sorry, this kind of sticks in my craw because... I I always liked the classic zombie. The classic Haitian Juju you, you know what I'm saying. The, the films like White Zombie and things like that. They're not out for brains. They just do the service. And if anybody wants to see a classic zombie film watch either White Zombie starring Bela Lugosi or Val Luton's I walked with the zombies, directed by Jacques Tournier. Those are classic Haitian voodoo zombies, and that's 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 it right there. That's the crux of my thing right there. Okay, how should you use them? Here's how I would use them: zombies for the rank and file servants of the bad guy, ghouls. If you can create, you don't create ghouls. They're kind of, I don't, the books don't really tell you how ghouls are created, but you you pretty much know how zombies are created. But if you have a few ghouls around, those are your shock troops. Those are the ones you send out with the zombies. Or actually, I'd send them out with skeletons because ghouls can't eat skeletons because they're already bone. So I would send them out with skeletons. That's how I work it, uh, ghoul skeleton type of thing because they can be they can be the ringers they can be the shock troops they can be the the guys on point that you know you don't want to get touched with because you know they touch you you're paralyzed unless you're an elf in basic and even actually even in first edition AD&D elves cannot be cannot be frozen by zombie touch but anybody else they're fair game so i would use them like that I mean, if you can get a zombie, uh, not a zombie, here I go, see? A ghoul with enough intelligence left to take orders, you could even put them in charge of like a small group. Or some kind, if you're out there swinging away with everybody else, you can say, okay, you take these skeletons, go over there. You zombies, go over there. That kind of thing. So that's how I would use them because they're very, to me, they're very two different critters. Ghouls seem to be cursed to an unlife and zombies are pretty much brought back unwillingly to an unwillingly to an unlife. You might say she, they're cursed there too, but they are cursed to for they They're cursed to servitude for however long. Don't even know if they saw their souls actually, but that's the way I would work those. And that's the way my, I mean, I've had zombie masters in my game. They're fun. They're real. They're a hoot. <laughs> I like to base them along the line of like Dr. Facilier or something like that, or Jeffrey Holder, or even, I don't know, James Earl Jones or whatever. But I've had female zombie masters too. um, Sometimes the gypsies border on that in my game. Uh, They would, even though they don't like to fool with such magics, sometimes they have such a, gypsies can lay a curse on people after they die. You know, there's there's nobody saying there's nothing saying that you can't lay a curse on somebody who's already dead. If you can, I would say as a, as a game master, I would say, well, if you catch them soon enough after death, kind of like a thing where you know you rate you got to get somebody to somewhere where they can be raised within a certain time. Same thing with same thing with cursing ghoul, you know, cursing people with is with curses. Period. You know, same thing with that. So, there's nothing wrong with that. And that pretty much gives you an idea how I like to run it. Maybe you'd like to run it too. This might help. That's why I'm talking about it. <laughs> so, I'm going to go start my day. And if you want to talk with me about this, or if you want to, oh, I don't know, say anything about any of my shows, you can voicemail me at Anchor, or you can give me an e- you can send me an email at oldmangrognar at gmail.com and we're monetized to as little as 99 cents a month, you can support this program, and I thank you. So, until I hear you next time, or see you next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Buh-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.